This is the Weekly Scramble, a place where we chat about life over a cold one or two. It's time to belly up to the pod with Mike Fratelloni and your host, Chris Reavers. That's right. It's your weekly dose of the Weekly Scramble here. And my name is Chris Reavers. By my side, his name is Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Hello, Michael. How are you doing, Reavers? I am doing very, very well. I'm excited to have you uh, in studio with me once again. And we got a lot on the plate today because um, <laughs> we're both fired up. Both of us are not only fired up, but we're going through transitions in our life. True. Right True. now, as, as most people know, yep. that your family sold your change, as you explained so eloquently. By the way, I got a great email from a guy that said that was really cool how you explained the process oh, of that. Oh, that's very nice. I believe it was Jim that sent that email. I forgot to, pr- I was going to print it out and give it to you. And I, I forgot thought you were going to say my transition to. Uh, the first female host of the <laughs> Weekly Scramble. I didn't know where you were going. I was like, I didn't even know I was going to do that. Right. But if I have to, if if I could be rated higher if I transitioned to a female yeah. Weekly Scramble co-host, maybe hey. then I would go ahead and do it. Uh, Chris Jenner. No, wait. Uh, which one? Which uh Help me. Bruce's, Bru- Bru- former, Bruce Jenner. Formerly Bruce. Tra- yeah, transitioning to... Uh, it's not Chris. Uh, it's Kendall? No, Chris. Chris, no. No. Chris, Kendall, tra- Courtney... <laughs> Oh, what, what's Jenner? Hold uh, on. Uh, why Kirst, I, Kirst, I, I, Kirsten, I sh- Ke- Kelly, Kendra, Khadijah. Hang on. Carter. Hang on. Hang on. Caitlin. 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 I was going to get there. So anyway, much like that that transition. Yes. But, and now that her, uh, obviously uh, Caitlin then got her own reality show out of the deal. So Whatever. who's to say? Whatever. That is uh, quite the family when you're how married the to one of the Card- get on Kardashians. Two minutes into the show, they end up turning Kanye more nuts. Other guys that they were married to, they killed. The one of the best athletes in the world, they convinced to turn into a woman. I mean, it's a it's a unique. What I always think of Caitlyn Jenner, Jenner, when I see her, I think, okay, great, great switch, right? You look great, but I want to play golf with him because he was a with with formerly Bruce Jenner was a great golfer. Caitlyn, I'm sure, is a great golfer. But if we golf together, would he or she? I don't, I don't mean to be Get disparaging. To play from the, yeah, would she play from true. the women's tees? And then I'd say that. Bullcrap. Yeah, that's true. You were one true. of the best golfers out there. You were an Olympic all, athlete. You're like literally one of the best athletes in the world at one point in time in your life. And now you're going to go to the women's tees? I'm really hmm. wondering what what that would be. Like what tees would the, he play, she play from? I'm not trying to be disparaging. I absolutely want to call her she. But at, at the golf course, I'd say if I was his buddy and we were gambling, I'd say no way. You're not going to the top tee. You know, that's uh, interesting because, um, you know, you're a big golf fan, and mm-hmm. I can honestly say, if I was ever in the presence of Caitlyn Jenner, that's probably not the first question I would ask. Really? Yeah, that's the only thing but I think about. But that's like how our minds are different, which yes. is what makes us a great pairing here on this show. Well, I think Caitlyn is against transgender athletes competing in women's sports because he believes she believes. My God, I'm so I'm, it's I'm okay. truly apologizing. It's okay. She believes that um, that it's it's not fair, right? right. And it's not right. fair, right. and it's it's very interesting to see. That's that's an interesting con- look from her point of view. Yeah, because she's an athlete. And, well, and we kind of th- that's the beauty of the show. Is we really started. We off. just kind of veer off into yeah. different areas. But uh, the reason I was picking up, uh, uh, bringing up transitioning is I'm currently going through the process of of moving, and it's oh, I'm, my my son actually asked me this yesterday morning how many times I have moved before because he slightly remembers when we moved into the house that we're in mm-hmm. right now. He was. Two, almost three, but he doesn't really remember the particulars. And now both my kids are Mr. Questions. It's sure. which I like, and I don't want to 
squash it because I, I don't want to bust the curiosity in them. Did you say things like, when I got that other girl pregnant, I had to move out of Kentucky? <laughs> no, right? I did no, not you didn't say, say that. that. When I lived in <laughs> New Orleans and got that chick pregnant, I had to move there uh, because that's the kind of stuff I do to my kids. Right. Yeah. I I did not I did not do that. Uh, but now you're giving me an idea <laughs> of what right. I can do tomorrow morning during breakfast. Uh, there, but in any go. event, so he's been asking a lot of questions like how many times I've moved, things mm-hmm. like that. Well, how many how many different places have you and mom lived in? You know, things like that. Mm-hmm. And so. God love my wife. She's great. You've great. met her. She's Just fantastic. Yeah. She's literally the best thing that ever happened to me, right? Okay, now I've properly prefaced all of that. She's driving me insane with, mm. what do you think of this? You know, ordering stuff, whether it's on Amazon <laughs> yeah. or Etsy yeah. or, or yeah. whatever, right? And I have one job in this process. Mm-hmm. Move the stuff. You take it from A to B. You tell me, oh. just label, what room is this going you in? You don't even care. I don't care. Yeah. I'll I'll Because I'm... Mm so type A and and really anal about how I want everything done yeah, that I want to do it myself. Right. Correct. Yeah. Correct. And so I was trying to sarcastically respond to her one day and she wanted to order some drapes for one of the rooms. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> and she sends me a text. We were actually doing Garage Logic at the time and she said, What do you think of these? I think it would match the wallpaper in this room. And I'm thinking, Honey. I d I, I don't care. Yeah. You know, it because what whatever input I provide, mm. you're either going to or not going to order this item anyway, correct? Sure. Yeah. And yeah. so I thought, you know what? Okay, here we go. So in all caps, I went, Oh my god, they're amazing with like seven exclamation uh, points, right? Okay. No, no response and response. Then it was you see the dots, and she said, You're such a bleep hole. Yeah. <laughs> Knowing full well, I don't give a damn. It is kind of funny. I so to start this out, to give people a behind the podcast curtain sure you were on the phone with your cable provider correct when i walked in yes and i was on the phone with my dear wife who was telling me about a bed frame that she wanted to buy that i had to go look at and i i just couldn't express to her that i don't care if we sleep on a mattress on the floor don't i care. literally do not yeah and she can go buy whatever she wants i don't care mm-hmm. but then i found out that i had to go pick it up i'm like i don't do pickups i don't own a pickup i'm not a truck driver <laughs> i don't have that ability to do that right. you figure it out hire somebody to go do it or have the place that you bought it deliver it but it's a little faster if we go get it and i said that ain't that ain't going to happen right. have someone else deliver it so she's uh and she sent me some photos like i uh, you know and she said to me earlier during the day like which one of these do you like and i I was like, I, why does it matter? Which could, one do you like? Yeah, and I could not care less. I no. don't care. She, My uh, wife has a beautiful aesthetic, right? Everything she does is really nicely done. I'm not going to touch that, no, right? That's, I would, that's your I would department. sleep on a foam mattress on the floor. I don't care. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter to me. Yep. She did... Um, we have a room at this house, and, and the house we have, and she said, well, that's my room. And I looked around, and I, I was just thinking today when I was getting ready to walk outside, she made some comment to me, and I said, When? When did it become that I lost all power in my relationship <laughs> where someone gets to tell me right. that it's their room, like I can't go into it? <sighs> well, I'll, I'll even I'll even tell you this. Yeah. Uh, oh, boy, I might get in trouble. Because I, I caught her listening to this show last week Okay. Uh, when she was cleaning the new house. I said, oh, nice. why are you listening to that show? And she said, <laughs> what well, do you mean, why are you listening <laughs> to that show? <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying. Sure. But um, she said, well, I want... The plates to go here, and because mm. we have a much bigger kitchen than okay. we currently have now, yeah. right? Which is part of the why you why you move. You just sure. your kids are getting bigger. You got more as the George Carlin bit goes. You got to buy a bigger house because of all the crap you bought the last ten years. Yep. So anyway, we're uh, she says, well, I want all the plates to go in here, 
and the cups can go here. I said, okay, I, I just want, all I care is just give me one cupboard, right? Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. one place. I don't yeah. care if it's on the floor. You if it's tall, on the you're city. tall. Don't care. Yeah, I just, tall. to put my stuff in. Yeah. And she looked around. You know, keep in mind, our kitchen's almost twice as big mm-hmm. as the one mm-hmm. we currently have, <laughs> okay. in which I have I know what she's gonna a say. cupboard. Yeah. And she said, well, I, but I, that's where this was going to go. Okay, well, how about that one? She said, yeah. no, that's where that's going to go. And I went, you know, um, I hate to break it to you, but I kind of live here too. Yeah, I get to pick something <laughs> right? of this. I don't have a square inch inside this place, but can I just have a bleeping cupboard? You know, I have this theory <laughs> of those who do it win, right? What do you mean? Meaning if she's going to do it, she gets to pick. True. But if she's going to make me do it, then I get to pick, right? Ah. So if she wants to go shopping for furniture, my lovely wife, she gets to pick because I don't care, right? Right. But if she's going to force me to go shopping for furniture, furniture, then my opinion gets to be, yeah. you know, ingrained into our mix of of decision making. So that's why I just say, just go do it. Yeah. I I, I just could not care. And less. I know Joe hates this word, and I've been in this mess basically since last Friday. Mm-hmm. Moving sucks. Yeah. Yeah. It just. Everything about it. Yeah. Everything about it. You're sore. You know, muscles that I didn't know I still possessed are now hurting. It's just everything about it is, God, when is this over? So <laughs> years ago when I was a younger man, like in the late 20s and early 30s, you know, we had box trucks for our stores. And I had a bunch of buddies. I thought you it. still did. We still have box trucks. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. But I'll see one on occasion. Yeah, we, we have them all over the place. But my buddies would be like, oh, I'm moving. Can we use one of your box trucks? Uh, so in turn, like every third weekend I was moving somebody and I said, and then the best part is, is I moved personally, but I hired a company to do it. And I thought, wait, I'm hiring a company to move me, <laughs> yet I'm volunteering my box trucks and my labor for my buddies. To your friends. What am I doing? Right. And I said, that's it. No more. If you want to go pick something up, go rent a U-Haul, do it. I'll show up and give you a nice uh, six-pack of Budweiser at, at the time. But I'm not moving another couch. I'm not moving this super heavy stuff that you didn't really pack till I got there that moment and said, oh, just throw that stuff in a bag. It's like, I'm not I'm not doing that well, ever again. The, in fact, the other day, it was because I didn't work Monday. So Tuesday when I was in here, Joe looked at me and said, what the bleep is wrong with you? Why yeah. aren't you hiring somebody to do this? And I thought... Well, I can do it myself. The mo- most of the stuff, ninety-five percent of the stuff, I can move by myself. Yeah, I don't. No. I don't want to hire somebody else. I get that. You know? I get that. Anyway, I, I had. I have a house that has two houses, right? Okay. So, um, I one time lived on one side of the house, and then I had to move to the other side, and that was the worst because I would say. Okay, I need to grab my toothbrush, and I would go get my toothbrush from the other side of the house, drag it over, and then I'd be like, I need some cups. And I'd run over and get cups. It took me like a year to yep. slowly move myself. Well, I want to wear that red shirt today. I need to go into the other closet, nice. then I'd grab five other red shirts. Okay, that's. I think we've now decompressed enough because we talked about moving and how stupid it is. We talked about transgender sports. Yes, we did. Yeah. So uh, I do have an email that I wanted to run by you because I thought this was great. Um, this is coming from Bob. Uh, I've always loved him. Here we go. Hey, dumb dumb number two, <laughs> referencing me. Uh, on GL, there are a number of listener-generated testimonials for EcoFund, Seafoam, and so on. I never hear any Fratelloni's testimonials, likely since Frats gets mentioned at the top of the show. So here's one. Might fit best with your podcast with Sir Mike. Last Saturday, I went to one of the big box stores to procure a Cresol log? Creosote log, yeah. Cre- to, to clean up your fireplace. Correct, yeah. to clean my fireplace. Yeah. Inquired with a clerk where I might find the product. He informed me that the product is no longer carried and has not been for three or so years. He stated, best to go to a local hardware store to obtain. That's great. The following day, frats it is. I live equal distance to the White Bear Lake and Matamidai Fratelloni stores. 
thinking White Bear Store is a bit bigger and more likely to have available stock, White Bear was the choice destination. Upon entering the store, I received the usual great customer experience from a clerk stating, quote, may I help you find what you're looking for? I was directed to aisle 17. After glancing around aisle 17 for a bit of time, another clerk stopped and asked if I needed help. After informing him, he pointed to an empty space where the product is normally displayed. Disappointed. Ha, ah, then the delight. He volunteered to check other stores. Not only did he, but went a few steps further, calling the Matamidi store to confirm the inventory count he saw on the computer screen for their store, and then asking them to set aside the product for me. Off to the Matamidi store. Upon entering the store, I received the usual great customer experience from a clerk stating, may I help you find what you're looking for? I informed the clerk that there should be a product on hold for me. She pointed to the cashier's area where it was. Bingo. Paid for the goods, walked out the door, delighted with the overall Fratelloni's experience. Bob from somewhere near Matamidi <laughs> and White Bear Lake, 5960. <laughs> wow, that was very, very sweet. I thought I it was going to be one email. of those. Then I go over to Matamidi and they had no idea what and I was talking too, about. Right? <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. It's very, you know, That's awesome. With all this, uh, the world is struggling to get goods. That's exactly where I was going to transition, so I'm it's glad tough. you're going there. It's tough. You know, it's like the creosote log, whatever, whoever makes that. Maybe the packaging is made someplace else or it's printed in Mexico. Who knows? And you just, you're just not sure of anything anymore, mm-hmm. right? You're just not sure. It, that's why it is good to call it or, you know, do what you got to do. In reality, 99% of our customers live within a couple miles of us. Right. Just when we have something you need anyways. It's not like it's a lost trip. If you don't have the log, you still have your batteries, bags, bulbs, all that other stuff. Right. right? We're getting our stores reset because, you know, we transitioned. We were sold Mm -hmm. and we transitioned into this new company that's not Ace. It's a different brand called Orgo. And we're getting our resets done and we're getting these beautiful resets like some of the aisles just look amazing like the new stock that's coming i'm like oh this is really cool because we needed updates in some of our stores so the new merchandise that's coming in is unbelievably good looking cool yeah we're excited for that so i the reason i was going to ask because what what triggered uh what triggered my thought was when he went to the big box store and they they hadn't carried it for a few years Mm -hmm. i wondered well i wonder if that's because a lot of people are now transitioning from the normal fireplace to the gas fireplaces now would that be part of it? It could be, and it could just be that the company that sells the chimney sweeping log, mm-hmm. uh, the big box says, we want to pay X dollars for it. And the company said, thank you, but no thank you. We are we need to make money, too. They have so much power, the big boxes, sure. that sometimes they squeeze vendors, and vendors just say, no thanks, not doing it. Peace out. I'm going to go out. to Fratelloni's. I'm going to go to yeah. you know, all the local hardware stores, and I'm, and I'm going to sell online, and I'm going to do that way, and I'm going to be at a, a Walgreens on an end cap every once in a while, and just weird stuff, but I'm not going to be in the big boxes. It doesn't often happen. But do you remember the brand Homelight? Sure. Oh, yeah. So Homelight, you know, everybody had Homelight trimmers and little blowers and stuff. And all of a sudden, one day, they sent us this note. And they said, hey, congratulations. Thank you for being a good partner of ours for years and years to come. But we've decided to be exclusive to the Home Depot. And I thought, oh, well, that sucks. And then about four months later, after their exclusivity with the Home Depot started, Home Depot said, you know what? This isn't working as well as we thought. We're going to go ahead and pass on home light and they stopped carrying home light home light is gone now and i was like oh congratulations home light that wow. was a six month experiment to put your entire company into the ground and that was a nationwide brand that was, was a it not worldwide brand i mean well maybe not worldwide but yeah it was a fully nationwide wow. big brand and it could have been that home depot said now that we and i don't know what happened i'm not proclaiming that i know what home depot said but home depot could have said oh yeah now that you're our exclusive guess what we need a 11% decrease in cost. Or, and Homelight's thinking, uh-oh, uh-oh, what have we done? Maybe we should have thought kept, about this kept a the hardware bit. stores or kept the other brands. And, you know, it seems to happen more off, more than you'd think. 
You know, yeah, seeing the ugly, well, I, I'll say it, seeing the ugly side of, of retail and the way, mm. because let me let me go back to what we, how we got here in the first place, but the entire bleep show that is, you know, everything being backed up, sure. inventory issues and whatever else, it, it, it would take a neurosurgeon, I, I guess, to explain oh what, what's going on right now. A lot of, a lot of people can draw their own conclusions, mm-hmm. you and you and me included, but it is funny to see how really no one has an explanation for what's going on. Yeah. You know, well, I mean, there's there's a million of them, but who knows what part is what? But you know, all you need is one piece of your production that doesn't get there, and you don't produce anything. You know who? You know what? When stuff is really going to hit the fan, you're you're paying attention to what's going on in Canada, right? No, what is it? What's going so on? So basically, uh, Canada institute a vaccine mandate for mm-hmm. truck drivers. Oh, and the truck driver said, "Okay, double guns to you." Yeah, and We're not guess going. what? Yeah. Uh, everything came to a screeching halt, oh. basically, in Canada. That is amazing. Well, and it, again, this idea, and we're seeing it here locally. Joe mm-hmm. read a story about, uh, to, told a story, excuse me, about Pat Mancini today, mm-hmm. saying, and I don't know if this was a, a quote that had appeared, because Joe knows Pat personally, sure. so I don't know if this was a quote that appeared either in the Star Tribune or the Pioneer Press, or if this was a story online, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. But basically, once once they instituted the VAX mandates, Pat Mancini said, I'm, I'm losing 60% of my revenue. Is he really? Yes. Oh, well, guess where I'm going tomorrow then. Well, I, and I knew because you're a yeah, huge just, Mancini's yeah, guy. Yeah, and I'm vaccinated, and yeah. and I I want to. It's you know I could see some guys sitting at the bar at Mancini's. Not everyone's going to be vaccinated, yeah. right? You know I, <laughs> yeah. I could see like maybe we're not all going to be vaccinated. That is I I did not know. Um, and what what sucks for Pat is you drive one mile to the to the west and one mile south on 35 you're in mendota and they don't have the max and right. it's not that far away you're just got to cross the river and you're in a different town where they don't have that mandate it's uh um i've gone to a couple of places that had it and it kind of throws me off each time I'm like what are you what are you doing like what a weird thing that you're forced to check my what if i had Tuberculosis. You don't check me for tuberculosis, and I could right. get, I could kill everybody in mm-hmm. here. You know, I don't have a. You didn't check my vaccination for TB, and that's and. Well, uh, and the joke uh, of it is, and I think I shared this with you mm-hmm. last week, but prime example when I went to the Bills game a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. You know, you had to have, the, and everyone had their thing, and I just yeah. thought they were basically passing them out to people before the game. Yeah. So I just thought, well, what's the bleeping what's point, the point anyway? Well, the Grammys, if I'm not mistaken, like the Grammys was going to be at Staples Center or whatever Staples Center is I think now, so. and. The Grammys canceled, right? Because they're having some issues, anyways. Mm-hmm. And yet, there's still basketball games there. On the, I mean, it's everything else is still happening there. But the Grammys are like, yeah, we couldn't do that. I think they just didn't want to have a bunch of stars sitting there with masks on, right? And it just isn't a great look. Speaking of the Bills, did you see the number for the Bills Chiefs game on Sunday night? I was going to talk to you about this. I did not see that number, but was that not? The best weekend of football you've ever seen in, in your my entire life. in my lifetime, and trust me, I don't think there's a person alive that watches more football than me. Mm-hmm. College and pro, I, okay. I mean, I, I love it. It's brutal. I I know that, but I I absolutely, it's just it's perfect television mm-hmm. is what it is. And the, honestly, the reason football, well, aside from the gambling, which is a big part of it, but it's one of the few sports or one of the few uh, television programs you can't DVR. You have to watch it live. Why? Why? I only watch it through DVR. Do you really? Only. Really? In fact, I call it my time machine. Okay, because you and you remember Scott Korzanowski? Yep, used to yep. do, okay, Corzo. now works over at the fan. Mm-hmm. Corzo does the same thing, and it used to just drive me nuts. I said, Corzo, you got to watch it live because you got to tweet. He goes, well, I just don't look at Twitter. Yeah. I said, but, but how could you not look said, at Twitter for said, one hour? But, but, but. Uh. 
winning during a Vikings game is the best. What, so what were the numbers <laughs> for that Bills game? 43 million people You're kidding. watched that game on Sunday. I was texting, uh, on average. On I was average. texting all my buddies saying, are you watching this? This it, is un, just unfathomable. I actually, ending. so I did a radio hit this morning with a, with a good friend of mine. And he, he, he assumed, well, you drove to the... The game against New England, yeah, I figured you, you drove one? down yeah. to Kansas City. Yeah. I said, no, no. But I, I was thinking if had they won, which I'm kind of glad they didn't, am <laughs> I going to have to go back oh. to, to, for the AFC Championship game? Because my legend is I've been to maybe a dozen Bills games mm-hmm. in the last 10 years. They've never lost. Oh, really? So you're I, 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 I'm sorry. The, the only time they lost was that horrible playoff game in Jacksonville a couple of years ago. Like their first sure. playoff appearance sure. in Where everyone still hated Josh years. Allen at that point? No, he wasn't even their quarterback even their yet. Quarterback. It okay. was Tyrod Taylor was their quarterback. Do you remember the first couple years of Josh Allen where people are like, he's horrible. It's hilarious. Everybody made a mistake. Yeah. Why? They should fire the GM. I'm like, <laughs> look at him. There was a point that the camera, Josh was sitting on the sidelines mm-hmm. and he was staring out into space thinking, what is going on? What, is, what more could I do and still lose? I know. I mean, it, he had nine touchdown passes in two games, and he lost. There was a great line, and I, I don't know who to give this proper credit to, so I apologize, but it just said, it had a picture of, you know, uh, the side-by-side photo of his head down, dejected, yeah. and Mahomes pumping his fist, mm-hmm. and it says, breaking. NFL cancels rest of postseason. Bills and Chiefs will play the best of seven series or something Honestly, to that God, effect. That was unbelievable. It was, it was that great of a game. It, it was a great game. Here's I, how great of a game it was. How great of a game was it? My wife was captivated by the end yeah. of that game. Yeah. And, and my wife is a very, very, very casual sports mm-hmm. follower. She'll just watch it with me because you know she's just sitting in the room with me. But even she was gripped by the end of it, which was I pretty funny. I kept yelling, this is unbelievable. My wife walks by me and she says, this is unbelievable. You're such a moron. Because I kept yelling, this is unbelievable. And she just walks by and gives me like, shut up, you moron. Quit yelling. This is unbelievable. But it was. It was. Unbelievable. I, I loved that game. Every game that weekend was one you should watch every second of. It was Fantastic. Yeah, it was a good weekend, which yeah. which ultimately means that this weekend will be a complete letdown. Are you excited for um, Quasi... I, I, I know it's crazy, but I can't officially pronounce his last name. Am I name. the only person who wants to just nickname him you? No. You crazy. Oh, God. Is that not the best? Because <laughs> that's the only way I can remember his name, because yeah. I think it's crazy. Yeah. Right? So if you throw you in front of it, you can say, you crazy. Yeah, you could. Yeah, you I mean, so I, I think, I mean, what, he came from the Browns? Yep, he was the Browns assistant, something or other. Uh, or no, excuse me, he was the director of pro personnel, I believe. So but, do you, what's that going to do for us? I have no idea. He's got like a pretty good pedigree. Didn't he go to like Stanford? Princeton. Princeton. He yeah, was a basketball player at Princeton. He was a stock trader and kind of worked his way. Not meanders too too harsh of a word because he you know he worked sure. hard to get there, yeah. but a very different path than most. You know, I'm a scout he, for he 20 didn't years. He fail up. He succeeded up. Yeah, I yeah. mean, he's it's it's an interesting move. Who knows if it will work out? We'll, we'll we'll see. But I I don't mind the idea of trying something different than what they've what NFL would tell you to normally do. I, yeah, you know, we'll see what happens. And is he that different? I mean, is he, he just, just because of his background? Is okay. what I'm saying. Like he had he has a completely different background than than most general managers. Is in he the league younger does. than you? Oh yeah, I don't even think he's 40. Okay. Yeah. That always, every time, when you, you really start getting old, when you see guys get huge jobs like that and they're way younger than you, and you're like, huh, 
This what have I done? This is exactly why I root for Tom Brady yeah. to stay playing because he still is the only ath- professional athlete that's older than that's me. That's older than you. And that's like, don't Tom, don't retire. Come on, don't retire. Please I can don't still, retire, I can Tom. still have the dream that I could maybe become a pro athlete. Yeah, I'm excited to see what the Vikings do. I wonder what they're going to do for a head coach. Bruce Jenner. Caitlin. Caitlin Jenner. Caitlin Jenner. I have hey. no idea. She performed at the top level that sometimes you just need people. Have you? I, I went to a Bruce Jenner at the time speech. I don't, did I ever tell you the story? What? He did motivational speeches after the Olympics. And this was probably 10 years ago, maybe, before Kardashians were big. And I went to a, a sales conference thing where he was speaking. He is great. His skills at speaking are fantastic. Really? Oh my God! It was like wow. What was the? It was just it just the kind synopsis. Of just I mean, purely motivation. It was kind of like get motivated. Go out there and, and tackle the world. Yeah, but it, you know, it, it made a lot of sense, and it was just talk about you know performing a, 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 at a level of excellence and what does it mean? And it was like, whoa, you are really, really a talented guy, and that's why I want to play him in golf. <laughs> <laughs> but he can't. Sorry, she, she has to play from the regular tees. That's yeah, your only that's caveat. Only, that's only fair. If, if we were buddies four years what if, ago. Well, go ahead. I'm sorry. Like, what if we were buddies four years ago, and then all of a sudden, he transitioned to Caitlin, and then she shows up and says, well, I'm hitting from the Moise. There's not a... I, I could not take that. What if you played from the regular tees, yeah. she played from the pro tees, and still waxed the floor with you? Then, well, that would be exactly what would happen. <laughs> that would be exactly what would happen. But still, at least I'd say, okay, that's great. You're still performing at this elite level, yeah. whatever. So uh, one of the things I wanted to bring up with you, we touched on this. Actually, Joe went went pretty deep into it, but I wanted to get your opinion. Are you are you familiar with the Neil Young controversy? I am. Okay. How do you love the fact that Spotify probably took five seconds at most to decide? Let's see, Neil Young or yeah. Joe Rogan, yeah. who brings in you know ten million viewers every day to our platform? It's pretty amazing. Wasn't it? I mean, do you think everybody that is listening knows what we're talking about? Yeah, you, yeah, okay. I think so. Because okay. uh, for those of you that are unfamiliar with the uh, with with the uh, snafu, controversy, controversy no. whatever, Neil Kerfuffle. Young basically said, uh, "I don't want to be associated with Joe Rogan." So Spotify, it's either him or me. And Spotify just said, oh, okay. okay, thank you for everything. Yeah, we just paid one of these guys $110 bucks to be on Spotify. Right. The other guy, we pay you 18 cents when someone plays one of your old songs. Right. Who cares? But no. the the reason I wanted to bring it up was Adam Carolla had the absolute perfect shot. Because mm-hmm. keep in mind, to in a certain respect, even though they probably have a lot of the same listeners, Carolla and, and Rogan are competing entities, yeah. basically, yeah. right? Yeah. Um but he had the he had a picture of, of Neil Young and it the, the top read when you're so woke, you cancel yourself. <laughs> which I thought was Perfect. Yeah, it was absolutely perfect. You know, it, it is. And very, I'm a Neil Young fan, by the way. I like his music, but I, I just thought, dude, any artist, know your know your role here. Any artist that is um, going against free speech, it's interesting when a company would say, "Hey, we have spree, You know, companies should be very careful. They should all go for the free speech because the moment they start saying, "Yeah, you know what? I'm going to pick winners and losers," they lose a lot of potential credibility. Yeah. And I don't know if. The side that is excited for them when they do that is big enough to be bigger than the the group that's, hey, let everybody talk. If you don't like it, don't listen to it. And I guess that's the shame of it with me is, unfortunately now, we live in an era where 
you have to pick a side. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Whether it's you know uh, pro or anti-Trump or mm-hmm. pro or anti-vaccine, whatever the case is, you're going to be instantly labeled for a, a position you take, regardless of a if you truly believe it, or b if the other side hate. And that's why it bothers me that this is even a story. Do you see what I'm saying? Because I think Neil Young has every right to to say that I don't want anybody that's anti. Which, which by the way, Rogan I don't think is. He just happened to have a guest on, and that's why mm-hmm. I think that that's pretty cool that he's willing to either have someone on his show mm-hmm. that he doesn't agree with, or someone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that, yeah, I think that that's, differing that's, opinions. That's pretty cool that yep. he's willing to instead of I pound this side of the table. Mm-hmm. These are the only people I'm willing to talk to. I I think that that's what's been the the the, the biggest part of his success is yeah. the fact that he's not afraid to have someone on that has a different opinion. That's why I think Joe's good, because Joe will have someone on that doesn't agree with him. I think Joe would love to have people on more that don't agree with him. Yeah. And you know what? You Hell, know, he has three people that work with him that don't agree that, with anything he with says. With most of the things. <laughs> you know what, what's funny about Joe Suchere is Joe... Um, when he says, I want you to come on, he would want someone to come on, and he would be 100% respectful, 100% respectful to a d- divergent view. The the perfect example, I'll, I'll point to two different people he's had on. Um, he would have Governor Dayton on all the time. Mm-hmm. Now, full disclosure, I don't think former Governor Dayton and Joe really see eye to eye on political topics, but that doesn't matter. Yeah. Because A, they go way back. They played high school hockey together against each other oh, for crying right. out loud. That, yeah. And just because they might not, the, the conversations were always great. I, I want to get Lake Wobegon on. <laughs> Wouldn't that be cool if Garrison Keeler came on? Trust me, trying. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, that yeah, would not I, be an easy get. I would think Garrison it would be a fascinating and, conversation. It would be an unbelievable interview. Yeah. I think that would be so very cool to have Joe interview Garrison. And the other, when we, it was maybe. Not quite a year into the podcast format, mm-hmm. but we were in this room, so it had it had to have been almost a year. And he had Jesse Ventura on. And yeah. for those of you that are go, go back to the AM fifteen hundred days, Joe and Jesse didn't really see eye to eye politically. No, but it was Mike. It was one of those where, and you, I'm sure you I, listened, I listened to the to show. It, yeah, absolutely, it was ninety minutes of I just sat back and said, "Wow, I can't. This is this is great." Yeah. And again, there's a lot of people that listen to GL that also listen to this show that might not agree with Jesse. And there's a lot of people that listen to this show in GL that might not agree with Joe or mm-hmm. me. Well, most people hate me anyway. But <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't, I, as long as it's a respectful discussion, I like listening to people that have different, differing views. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and we're losing that. I guess that was my overarching we are point. Definitely losing we're that. losing that. You, you are getting your, it, you know, as our children start to get more into picking media. I'm realizing that I don't know any of the people that they know. I don't know one thing. They don't watch any TV. Like, they're watching stuff uh, on their phones. On their and phones, their, yep. But, and even on TVs, but it's not broadcast TV. It isn't, it isn't happening. They, if I said, did you know that Channel 5 has news, mm-hmm. they would say, what's Channel 5? Yeah. And wow. I'm not kidding. I mean, yeah. and, and they're, you know, 13, 14 years old. They just don't get it. And sometimes I watch what they're watching, and I think, you're watching a family go grocery shopping yeah, it's the uh, whatever from Australia. I'm like, what? You're, I mean, it's just what they're watching is totally different. Yeah, it, it's it's really kind of funny. I um, I long for the days where you had three, five, nine, and eleven, <laughs> or, or two. I should say two, five, two, four, five, nine, and eleven. Right, where you had 
public t- television, Channel 4, Channel 5, 9 and 11. Then 23 came out, and then Fox came out, and that was 29. You don't remember these numbers because you maybe didn't live here then. Oh, but, yeah. No, I remember. And I, I was trying to express to my kids that at some point in time when I was young, TV shut off for the night. I'm like, well, what do you mean? I said, there was the, there, what, what do they call it? I always con, uh, the equate Chiron, it to, is that what it's called? I don't know what it's called, but I always call it the barcode yeah, screen. Just, yeah. And I was like, yeah, it just shut off. And they're like, that can't be true. And I'm like, it is 100% true until a guy, a little known guy named Ron Popeil said, I'll buy that time for eight bucks and we're going to run the pocket fisherman ads for straight out, <laughs> you know, straight out eight hours. And they, it, it's just so different in my lifetime in just my relatively short lifetime, how much things have changed oh, when yeah. it comes to media. Even look at the format we're in right now, right? Someone was asking me about, like, oh, you were on 1500. I said, yeah, you know, a lot of people listen to 1500, but a crazy amount of people listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. And it is, it is, I have a really good idea for 1500, by the way. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to I'm sure pitch, the bosses are I'm gonna pitch it to now at the edge of the seat. Yes. Yeah. Someday we're going to all be back on that. I think I just think it would be so fun. Everybody loves AM radio. What's the uh, what's the line from uh, 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 grumpy old men? It ain't happening. Or you what? can wish in one hand and you can you know what in the other. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see what see which yeah, one. Fills, I don't think it will happen. either. fills up first. No. Um, but it. but you know. I, I have this conversation with a lot of friends of mine that work in, in this industry mm-hmm. all over the place because, you know, they, they all know who Joe is and the show is and, and the fact that I'm that I work with Joe. And I get that question all the time. You know, how was the transition from from radio to podcast? And it's, you know, honestly, it it's bizarre because I didn't really know what to expect. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be completely honest. I had no idea what to expect. And I don't I don't think anybody associated with the show knew what to expect. But it's been really crazy to see. You know, you're doing the same type of show. Mm-hmm. You're just doing it differently. Yeah. You know, Jonah didn't forget how to speak into a microphone oh. or present a story or present his opinion on a story. It's just you do it different now. And it, it, I still get this email. I used to get it daily from people, but now it's maybe once a week. Hey, uh, I love the podcast. How can I listen to it live? Yeah. <laughs> it's a podcast. Isn't that? Well, see, I have invented a name. That I think is totally logical. The Radcast, where it could be broadcast on the radio and in podcast form. Yep. Radcast. Yep. I think that's what everyone should do. A yep. whole bunch of other people already do that, right? It's on their radio, and then they record it, and then it's we call it the replay, or what did we call it when it was the beer show? You go get it live on, you know, when you go. Well, it was to, called a podcast. Well, didn't, didn't, it wasn't it just kind of a replay of the radio show. I don't know if we called it a podcast. Maybe we did. Yeah, we but did. But I think it could be the Radcast. Like, it's the radio. <laughs> I, I have so many good ideas. I know you do. So many good ideas. I'm just filled with good ideas. He is full of it. There's you know, no prou- no, when, no question about that. When we look at, and, and maybe talk about this, and, you know, again, we talk about Garage Logic a lot because, one, you produce that show, so you know a lot about it. Mm-hmm. But do you think that, like, the million-plus listeners you guys have— now was actually still they were actually still listening on 1500 but they just didn't hit the right they weren't asked what they were listening to because you know your your ratings were really good on 1500 at some point in time right sure but we know for a fact you have a million plus listeners on gl right we know that yes and i mean all those people just didn't figure out who joe was once he started a podcast, they were listening to 1500. It just didn't translate. The numbers just, I, I don't know. How did that work? How did anybody know I, think, I was listening to 1500? I think what we saw was the ability for people to make that. So for instance, I always, I always use this as an example, my dad and my brother. All right. My mm-hmm. brother's a year and a half younger than me. My dad is 
30 years older than me. And for them, they were GL fans from the beginning. In mm-hmm. fact, I had to go to them when I was going to join the show. Say, what is it? To, no, I mean, I, I knew of the show and, and listened to it, but I needed to know, what is a cylinder index? Okay. And my dad said, I, I, I cannot believe you got hired to work on the show when you don't know a damn thing about it. <laughs> I said, no, I, I, I see. I've worked with Rookie for five years. I, you know, I know the show. I listened to it before, mm-hmm. before I worked for Hubbard. Um, but for them to make the transition, which a lot of GLers also had to do, because it was, I get in my truck, I turn the radio on, yep. or the radio's on, or whatever. It's on 1500 already. And I, I said, well, you know, now, <clears throat> you know, my brother, my, my brother drives a semi. And I said, well, now, dude, you get to your stop, you back into the loading dock, you hit this little thing called pause. Mm-hmm. Now you don't miss anything. Don't miss anything. Yeah. And he's like, well, th- this is great. Yeah. I said, yeah. It only took you six months to figure it out. But I think that's when we saw a lot of people figuring out the transition and then just other people finding it and whatnot because we get new listeners all the time. Yeah, too, and as so. cars get Apple Play, right, you get Apple Play in your new car. And that's where it's going, by yeah, the way. I mean, yeah. it's just you, you, just, you won't have as many radio stations in your car. I miss it. I wish radio would, and I think it will succeed because even though I love GL. There will always be there will the always need be, for local radio. Right? I want, agree with that. When something breaks, you want to listen yep, to it. I, I right? agree with that. Yeah. And a lot of it will be driven by whatever the current hot topics are. I mean, that that's just it, talk change. talk radio anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because, you know, when I made my cross-country trip to western New York and back in mm-hmm. 36 hours, whatever it was, <laughs> um, I found myself listening to very little radio. Because I when I'm in the, the middle of podunk nowhere, yeah. I do love to scan. Yeah, just to, just to hear. To... A, I want to hear... A, a local kid, you know, cracking the microphone for the first time. Yeah, you know what I mean? I, yeah. I I like listening to stuff like that. I don't know why. It's probably just because I'm a radio nerd. Yeah, and but you, I just and you like grew up in a smaller town. I assume yeah. Fairbo had its own radio station. KDHL and the Mighty Nine Twenty, baby. Uh, really? Yep. And did now? Did you? Sorry, go, Power Ninety Six and the Mighty Nine Twenty. Did you? Um, are those Hubbard properties? No. No. Okay, I didn't no. know if Hubbard just owned them all. Mm-mm. I didn't know. No. Um, did you? You said you had recently done a small town. Uh, radio interview with somebody a yeah. while back, and this morning actually. Oh, you did it again this morning. In fact, I think it might be airing right now. As a matter really? of fact, really? Okay, yeah. fun times. Oh yeah, Aaron's the best. He does he does radio down in Albert Lee. He's a great dude, a friend of mine for a while. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Right. So you still have that radio chops feeling. Well, sure. But what's neat is just the ability to capture. Like you know, he'll he'll just call me, like like he's mm. calling me a phone call and he say, yeah. hey, I'm just going to tap the record button on this and. And that's how Johnny Height does a lot of his interviews when he does the guitar magazine. He does the same thing. Isn't it possible that maybe I could do this podcast from my office? How hard would it be for me to get a, like a good microphone? Uh, it cost we, you maybe a hundred bucks. Because we could video. I could put a video link up. Well, John's been doing the show from his house for almost two years now. Yeah, that sounds. Why am I coming in here? I don't know. I mean, it's nice. You want to see my beautiful face? But it is about a four-mile drive out of my way. <laughs> <laughs> I like, you know, this is they did build the mother of all podcast studios. I mean, this is it is gorgeous. It is right? it compared is cool. to that fifteen hundred. The the old. This is again behind the curtain. The fifteen hundred uh, uh, radio station box booth that we sat in. Yes. First of all, you, there's a wall in between, so you can't see people. Right. But right? I couldn't even see you if you were running the board. Right. That's true. <laughs> I remember that one time you were gone and you said, hey, Mike, can you just like do all of what you do? Right. <laughs> and I was so nervous. Why? Because if you don't do it, it's way harder. 
And all I have to do is throw in some mildly pithy things every once in a while, <laughs> accidentally call Bruce Jenner a guy instead of Caitlyn Jenner a handful of times. That's all I have to do. But you had to do like the getting, you know, because there's commercials mm -hmm. and a guy's giving me a countdown thing, like some guy's waving his arm, giving me the countdown. I'm like, I don't know any of those terms with your arms. <laughs> so I'm going to bump into the commercial. That's a hard stop. Yeah, it's not as easy. You know, Podcasting is way easier because if all else failed, which we've never done, but if we had to, we could pause. So one thing I want to share before before we run out of time, and it was one of the coolest things that I've seen in quite some time, because in this complete world of, man, everything stinks. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't that a headline, by the way, The Muppets? Who's the big uh, Sam, the eagle? Okay. Remember the Muppets movie? Yeah. When they started to bring them all back in the car? Come on, help. No. Uh, I mean, that was... Are yeah, you a Muppets guy? I mean, I'm an adult man, so... Okay. <laughs> okay. Sam the eagle was... Okay. Oh, my God. I can't believe I'm going down this road. So the Muppets were reuniting to save the Muppet Theater, right? Mm, yes. And so yep. Sam the Eagle had transitioned from the Muppet Show to now he was a news reporter. <laughs> okay. So his news report was called Everything Stinks. Oh, and so there that's you go. Why. And that wasn't the Muppet Takes Manhattan. That was the Muppets Revenge. No, that was the Muppets. The one that Duke came Dallas. out with was it Seth Rogen. What's his name? It doesn't matter. Seth My Green. God, I have Seth really Green. drifted far away from okay. what I really wanted to get to. I'll, I can look it up. No, it's okay. fine. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, anyway, there was a really cool video that I saw. This would have been, oh boy, I don't know, maybe a week or so ago. And it was a, a reunited piece where uh, 25 years ago, this police officer saved a boy from drowning. Hmm. Okay. And the boy grew up and for years he wanted to thank the officer for saving his life. They show the moment they're reunited. And the, the, the then boy, now man, yeah. is holding his daughter's hand, oh. and they both lose it. And oh. I lost it yeah. when I saw it. That's a great story. If you want to see it, it's on my Twitter account. I believe it was from January 22nd, but... Not a dry eye. I mean, eye. come on. Uh, How do you even oh, think, think about that? Uh, that little girl would have never existed. Well, and I think because, you know, obviously my father was a, a police officer, mm -hmm. so stories like this are always going to grip me. And then... You know, obviously everyone has their own thoughts and ideas of, but this kind of gives you a perspective of what these men and women do. No, I can't daily. imagine. Could you imagine you know, what they do up? daily? Yeah. You know, so anyway, I, if you want to see it, it's it's fantastic. It's on my Twitter account, and uh, I guarantee you, you ain't gonna have a dry eye once you watch the whole video. It's yeah. and it's about it's about a minute and a half long or so. The I, it's funny. I, I wonder if you asked people like. How many times does a cop pull out his gun a day? And people would say, "Oh, he probably—they probably pull it out three times." But, but, and, and why am I forgetting her name? The the woman who shot the kid, up Kim North. Potter. Kim Potter. She had never pulled her gun in twenty three years. Nope, it's unfortunate. It, I, I bet you, no. if we walked out and just grabbed five guys off the street and say, "How many times a week does a cop pull out his gun?" They would say. And maybe I would have said, well, three times. You know, I, I don't right. know. I would have had some number. Right. But she was on the force for, I think, 23 years and had never pulled it out once. That seems weird. That I, I think it would happen kind of all the time. I'm driving down the road, and I often think if I had a gun, I'd pull it out and point it at this person <laughs> no, right now. you would not. Don't <laughs> No, say but that. my mind would say, thank God right. I don't carry a gun, because right. that seems like maybe not a good idea. Yeah. I love that. You know, thank you for ending it on a high note You're welcome. of just compassion and promise for tomorrow, because that's what we need a little of. That's right. Michael, thank you, sir. Reavers, you're the best. Uh, please do us a favor and rate and review the show wherever you happen to find these podcasts, and uh, we would truly, truly appreciate any and all feedback. His name is Mike Fratelloni. My name is Chris Reavers. We will talk to you again next week. And until then, cheers.